Hebrews 6 has some very challenging words. Um, the first question that we have to ask ourselves when we're reading them is, can a Christian lose their salvation? Some say yes. Uh, those in that camp typically think that the letter that was this letter to the Hebrews is being written uh, in part to help the church address the controversy <clears throat> about what to do with those who profess Christ and then later, uh, under persecution, uh, renounce Christ and then later, when the persecution has gone away, say that they want to follow Christ again. And this will become a, this is a, a challenge throughout the church, not just here, but there's a Donatist controversy that will arise later on uh, about what to do with with uh, pastors in particular, priests, archbishops, and others who, uh, who say, uh, have this uh, position, and then when persecution comes, they deny Christ. And then the question that some people are asking, this is not backdrop to the book of Hebrews, but this is more of a church history question. There was this question that gets asked then is, okay, well, I was baptized by that person, or I was married by that person, right? Or whatever, uh, were they worthy to be able to do that? Or, or were they not? And how do I understand all that? So, look, I'm not in that camp. Uh, and I'm not in that camp for two reasons. One, I don't think that if you look at the early church, it's just not the way the things got worked out. So, um, I, I think the early church eventually sort of says, okay, well, look, if Peter can deny Christ three times <laughs> and then be restored by Jesus as he is at the end of the Gospels, John 20, 21, whatever, uh, as if, if he is restored in that way, then we cannot say that those who deny Christ don't get another chance to pursue Christ. That doesn't mesh with, with that understanding of this passage in Hebrews 6. So perhaps this is um, significant to you. I mean, there are times in my life, I look back um, you know, years ago in one particular instance where I, uh, you know, I looked at what I said as a relatively um, you know, younger Christian, I look at some of the things that I said and I was just like, oh no, those, are, those were bad, those were wrong. I should have taken a much bolder position and defended Jesus and how could I do that? And, and uh, so I just want to say, you read through the Gospels uh, and you see that um, on the basis of Peter and in other things, uh, I think we go, look, two people denied Christ, Peter and Judas. One of them repents and, and recognizes their weakness and confesses their sin and goes back to Jesus and is welcomed back. The other one doesn't, and that's a different story. So the first reason I don't think this Hebrews 6 passage means that we can lose our salvation is because I, I don't think that's how the early church worked that out. The second is because of all the other passages that seem to make it clear uh, that we cannot lose our salvation. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, we're told that he who began a good work in us will complete it, right? He who began the good work, God who began the good work in us, will complete it. It, it is what he's doing, not so much what we are doing. In John 10, 27, uh, we know that uh, Jesus says that he knows his sheep 
right, and that they will not perish. No one can take them out of his hand. Um, and then in Romans 8.37, we, we read, We are more than conquerors through him who loved us, for I am convinced, this is Paul writing this, this is Romans, I am convinced that neither death nor life, angels nor demons, the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, or anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, to be clear, I do not have any confidence in my ability to hold on to God. But I have great confidence in God's ability to hold on to me. I do not think that we can uh, not lose our salvation because I have a high view of myself or of humankind, uh, but because uh, I have a high view of God and his promises. I am not holding on to him. He's holding on to me. I'm not rescued through any merit of my own. I'm saved because Christ is the one saving me. So I don't believe we can lose our salvation. So, when asking this first question, how do we understand Hebrews 6, uh, I, I just don't believe that those who are uh, truly born again can lose their salvation. So I think this passage is referring to people who have not been truly born again. It is being written about people who gain a clear understanding uh, of Jesus and what he offers, but reject it. It's not talking about people who are actually in the family of God and then lose that status. It's talking about people who looked like they were in the family of God, but who were not. It's talking about people who were professors of the faith, but not possessors of the faith. So uh, this interpretation suggests that it's possible for people to get really close and to look like they are in um, and this would also line up with the four soils parable that Jesus tells, right? It certainly looks like they are in, but are in fact not in. So for all of that, and it's a theological discussion, but for all of that, let me, let me make the pastoral observation, right? Uh, again, I'll go, I'll go to the, the, that now pretty tired illustration that I use. If you find yourself in the back of a pickup truck, Racing down a bumpy country road, there are some people that say that the tailgate is latched and it will hold you if you try to slide out. And there's others that say there is no tailgate there. Uh, you you uh, can fall out. Okay, that's an interesting debate to have. I say the tailgate is latched, but if you find yourself in the back of a pickup truck that's racing down a country road, get as close to the cab as you can and hold on. Do all that you can to stay close to God and to follow him. Have a good day.